You are listening to the One Life Podcast by Stena Fitness, where we share our tips, journey, and failings to help you maximize your one life. Welcome to episode nine of your One Life Podcast with Stena Fitness. Today we're going to talk about why it's okay to admit you're struggling and why you should stop comparing yourself to others, especially on social media. Um, but first, as always, Julie, what are we drinking? Okay, <clears throat> so <laughs> we're recording this at night, so having some tea. So my tea of choice tonight is licorice, fennel, and cocoa. And it's, have you ever thought of this? So I'm in the middle of a women's health conference right now. And today, one of the topics was all about gut health. I know I'm kind of taking out this. No, this is good. So it was all about gut health and... The gut biome is hot right now. Oh, yeah, the, the gut brain. And we've been on that topic for years. But so today they were talking about how tea is a good option to have more, get more plants into your body. Because like the tea I'm having tonight is licorice, cocoa, and what did I say? Cinnamon? Fennel? Fennel. They're all plants. So if you think about it, tea is essentially plants. So that... So having a wide variety of plants in your diet helps to increase the gut flora, therefore increasing the efficiency of your gut and improving your gut brain axis. So there we go. So that's my short little story about why I'm drinking this tea today. And I cannot compete with that. Uh, I am drinking one of our daughter's random mixes. Uh, Livy, our four-year-old, likes to take various mixes uh, magnesium powder we have which is for drinking so no no big issue there or protein powder and mix them with water uh, and then have one sip and leave the rest and I just don't have the heart to dump them out some night so I'm drinking a concoction of very diluted and warm magnesium water with apparently some floaties in it from her so Maybe I'll just leave those to the side. But the other one she made, it was like chocolate recover with some water, but she put like a tiny bit. So like like, half a teaspoon. It just looked like dirt. I'm like, what's this? She's like, oh, mom mixed dirt with water. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, It was not very good, but I drank it. Um, So what we want to talk about tonight is why it's okay to admit that you're struggling. And as a lot of you probably know or may not, we really struggled with February. February is a hard month for us anyways, not being lovers of winter and living in a, a winter climate up here in, in Calgary, Alberta. But on top of that, you know, the pools are closed and you know our views on that. Uh, it was COVID, you know, so the girls didn't have their activities and we're really feeling, feeling like they're missing out on a lot because of that. And we just couldn't socialize, you know, inside with our friends or go and do really anything. Um, And we really struggled with it. But whenever we asked other people how they were doing, their answer is, oh, we're doing great. And we'd kind of look at each other and be like, really? Oh, I'd text my friends, oh, hey, how are you? Good, great. I'm like, what? Really? Okay. Well, you could be honest. You don't have to, like, sugarcoat it. Well, maybe they are being honest, but I don't think everyone's doing great. Yeah, well, and and so we, you know, I I don't think everyone's doing great. I think lots of people are struggling, and I think it's okay to admit that. And I think people don't want to admit it right now because we hear the catchphrase, 
the new normal, right? This is the new normal. And I think when we call it the new normal, we feel that, well, if this is normal, I should be okay with this. And if I'm not, something's wrong with me because I'm not okay with normal. And, you know, in my view, the new normal, I think is a stupid word. You know, it's not normal. It's abnormal. It's not going to last forever, which I think by definition is, you know, uh, what normal is. And so I think we have to realize what we're in. We're still in a pandemic. It's hard. It's abnormal. And because of that, it's okay to admit you're struggling and, and that you are struggling. What, what do you Yes, I fully agree with that. And the other part is that we have to think about too, is like when someone genuinely asks you if they come up or you're, you're at the school pickup or you're texting or you're online and someone's asking you how you're doing, like you need to be honest and open up to them. Because if you're, if you're great, then yeah, be honest and say that you're great and why, what you're doing and why you're able to maintain such a greatness and then if you're not, <laughs> you can open up and say that. So like for an example, I was picking Sophia up at school the other day and just chatting with one of the other moms that I hadn't seen in a while. And I just asked her, like, how are you doing? Like genuinely, not just like, oh, hey, how are you? But I was like... <laughs> you have having an actual conversation. Yeah, I was wasn't just like, like how yeah. are you doing? Like, yeah. how are you really doing? She's like, oh, great. Like, I'm just doing so great. Everything's great. Like, the kids are great. I'm just like... Okay, sure. <laughs> Next, because, no. <laughs> because the part of it there is you knew that she wasn't doing well, great and, and amazing. Right? I don't know how could you be doing amazing right now. Any, anyways. Yeah, and I, you maybe know, if you were on a mission on Mars and you didn't have anything to do with COVID, <laughs> but <laughs> if you, <laughs> I but think, I don't know. I just feel like some people are trying to have this persona and they're trying to just. <clears throat> power through and say that everything's okay when really maybe they are sure maybe she is great maybe she she loves a covid life maybe but i, I you know if you ask 90 percent of people and they say they're doing great you know, chances are they're not all doing great and i think it's okay to admit that and that's how you get to a deeper relationship with people and with your friends is when you open up with them and you know last night i was at a low point of frustration and I texted some friends and say, let's go to McDonald's right now. I'm going to order everything. <laughs> and, and, you know, we had a pretty relatively deep conversation. Yeah. So um, let, let's like stop the surface level. Like I'm done with surface level friends, all of that, like no more surface level in 2021. So yeah. like, we are like really focusing on hanging out with like good quality people. Like that is what we're doing. Yeah, you know, let's try and, and, and get deep with our, our friendships there. And, you know, I remember at work, at one of my previous places of employment, someone was like, when someone asks you how you're doing, okay is not an answer. And whenever, you know, you pass in the hall on a Monday and say, how was your weekend? Okay. She'd be like, no, okay is not an answer. What did you do? What did you get up to? Let's actually like talk and have a conversation. Okay is not an answer. And so I think we can kind of, parlay that if that's a word and if I used it correctly I don't know into this as well right let's just not brush it off yeah it's okay um, to expand and I feel like when we were younger like you'd come home from school how was school good and then like I feel like we were never taught to expand really we were 
maybe that's all they wanted to hear, so they didn't have to hear anything. I don't know, because when I ask Sophia what she did, all I get is normal, regular, same thing. Yeah, but so, we pry. We keep asking. Well, I pry. We keep at. We say no. You can tell. You can tell us more. She's like a vault, though. You can't get anything out of her sometimes. Unless it's bedtime. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. When she should be sleeping, she'll tell you anything because she gets to stay then up get, later. Then I get everything out of her <laughs> at bedtime. Yes. Um, so what about social media with all this? So yeah, heading into social media. So social media really exaggerates this. And I think right now, too, a lot of our social time is actually on social media. It's like, well, we have our business and a lot of it is online and that's all positive and good and we lift each other up and it's so yeah, motivating. Super and motivating. Like it's our place where everyone is real and raw and you can just go and be motivated and you know what you're going to get when you go into our group. So that has been great. Like that has been a real like social media plus. And we do a lot of promotion as well on social media. And I feel like... What we show, we want you, we show you what we want you to see. And like we, I mean, we don't tidy up our house before we do a story or anything. Like everything is just as is, except sometimes they use a filter (laughs) to hide these mummy dark circle eyes. But I mean, I don't have Botox or fillers or any of that. So I feel like I'm allowed to use a filter. (laughs) If you have Botox and fillers, no judgment. I love that stuff too. Just not for me. Then you shouldn't use a filter. (laughs) (laughs) there should be rules around this but yeah so a lot there's a lot of filters going around which i mean everyone knows filters are fake like you you can see the filter that's on so it's not like we're trying to be someone that we're not maybe unless we're using uh, the pink hair filter but i think it's important for people to realize that and really be cognizant of the social media they're taking in and when you look at it say okay is that a filter was that picture with someone of the 20 best friends was, oh, wait, that was taken in 2019, right? It wasn't 2021, 2020. Because I think where, we're, where we struggled in February primarily is kind of that FOMO, that fear of missing out. I would see these people in these warm weather climates on the beach, you know, with friends and doing things that we wanted to be doing. And that was really hard for us. But that was like in real time. Like, no, that's like what I'm this saying. is like it people was... in Florida going out for dinner and we're like not even allowed out of our house basically. That's, we're what, like, that's what? what I'm saying. It created a real sense of, of FOMO and we yeah. really felt like we were missing out. And that just perpetuated our feelings we had in February and how we struggled. So, you know, and I'm sure it's not just us who feels that way when they go on social media and see people doing what they want to be doing and living the life that they want to have right now because you're stuck at home with COVID or other um, situations, whatever those may may be. Well, plus, like, one of the reasons that we are able to live here in the city is because we do get away. Like, we prioritize that. That, like, that is our huge priority for us is to get away somewhere hot once or twice a year. And we've been doing that every single year for the past like eight or nine years that we've been here. So not being able to do that this year and then watching people do that <laughs> is just like, ah. Uh, yeah. I, I, so I know that, yeah, I shouldn't compare to that. And I, like a lot of me wasn't comparing because I knew like that we wouldn't, we weren't able to do that. And oh, it wasn't I, feasible. But. I was full on comparing. When I saw people on their bikes in like Australia and down south and they had shorts and t-shirt and were ripping on dry roads. 
I was I was comparing and and having a little pity party in my mind. And that's also yeah. their highlight reel. So you can't compare your day to day life to someone's like fifteen to thirty second highlight reel of their most exciting part of their day. I mean, someone's putting together a reel for a reason. So don't just watch these reels that people are putting out and think that your life is crappy compared to that. You could do something amazing for 30 seconds and put it on Instagram and be like, wow, look at me. And then work for 15 hours a day on your computer. Like <laughs> we don't know what these people are doing the other time. Like you yeah. can, I've, what is it? I read, cause there's how many stories you're allowed? Like Instagram caps it out. So there's 15 second stories and you're allowed, I think it's like three minutes worth in a day or something. So if someone maxes out on all their stories for a full day, that's only three minutes of their day. So don't compare your 24 hours to someone's curated, curated three, minutes. three minutes of their Instagram stories and reel and posts. Like, and a lot of people, that's what they do for their job. So they could spend four hours on one post. So, I mean, don't... I know a lot of you probably don't compare to social media and I feel like like we don't really like I honestly try to create more than I consume. So I get yeah. I get yeah. in, do my thing and I get out. Yeah. And I support my people and then I'm yeah. out of there. And and I think I try to be the same, but I think a lot of us get sucked into that scrolling trap now and again, especially when oh, yeah. we're having a bad day. Oh, yeah, or I, the reels and I'm like I was last night. Or the real, so. I'm like, what am I doing? Or something else be on my phone. <laughs> like usually I'm, I'm actually like, I have a system, I'm working, I'm, I know what I'm doing. And then somehow you end up down a rabbit hole. Oh, that recipe looks cool. Oh, where's she from? What? She's on a beach. Oh my gosh. Okay. What was she doing yesterday? And all so of a sudden then, now you're buying sunglasses. So now I'm like, oh, yeah. sweet. <laughs> Just bought flights too. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I think all that to say is, you know, we're all on social media or the majority of us and whether we think we're savvy consumers or not, you know, at one point or another, we're going to get sucked down the rabbit hole and we all know we shouldn't compare, but let's face it, we all do and we're all going to do it again. So we just want, you know, to kind of this to be our reminder and your reminder that, you know, what you're seeing is a highlight reel and is curated and you know, don't compare against them. What you should be doing is comparing against yourself, right? And I think, you know, what we want to do now is just give a few really simple strategies that we can all use, um, you know, instead of comparing in a, in a negative way. Like if you want a really good comparison, take a look at our pantry and then go take a look at Studio McGee's pantry. <laughs> Shay, or what are their names? I don't know, but they have a very nice pantry, apparently. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, how do we get out of the comparison? Is you have to have a gratefulness practice. So be grateful for what you have. And, like, yeah, it's easy to think, oh, yeah, I'm grateful for my health. You need to be super specific. Like, we do this every night with the girls, and we say, okay, what is everyone grateful for tonight? And we're like, first, it can't be what you're eating right now. <laughs> or what was the other thing? That you got to watch a show. That you got to <laughs> gotta watch a show. It can't be, yeah, that you got to watch a show and what you're eating right now. Because, yeah. like, a lot of times they'll be like... Grateful for this dinner. Yeah. They'd be like spinach. <laughs> grateful for the spinach. I'm like, no, you're not grateful, grateful for, for that spinach. Yeah. So we make them dig deep and you have to do it for yourself. So really dig deep and think of something specific. Like 
I don't know, like for health, like if, if you are truly grateful for your health, you can say, I'm grateful that my, my blood pressure is healthy, normal 110 over whatever, or try to be super specific with it. And then it will more yeah. internalize what about what yeah, do you think and about I, that? and I think that's one way you you're almost celebrating those small wins, like we talked about in the previous previous podcast. When you have a gratefulness practice, uh, and I think that's super important. Great to involve the whole family, uh, because then it I think it it starts getting the kids out of the whole comparison thing as well. You know, so and so has this awesome toy, I don't. You know, but by doing the gratefulness practice, I think they kind of start to learn how you want to, you know, be happy with what, with what you have. Yeah. And how things don't yeah. matter, how experiences matter. And we really push that too with yeah. our family. Like, okay, would you, would you rather have this amazing toy? I don't even know. Or would you rather go on a family trip somewhere? And yeah. usually always the family trip yeah. wins. And I think the other thing to get out of the negative comparison mindset is to really celebrate other people. You know, when you see someone doing something you want and, you know, in my case, ripping down a great road in Australia on their bike, you know, instead of being, oh, I can't believe that and look outside and see all the snow and, and, and poor weather, you know, to be happy for them because I'm going to get my chance and they're going to be stuck inside in the rain. So, you know, make the comment and be like, oh, Whoever you are on Instagram, awesome photo. So happy you can get out. Yeah. Looks awesome. You know, enjoy it. Yeah, but you actually have to be happy for that. Yeah, but yeah, I am. I know. You know no, like, I know you yeah, are. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, you can't just make a comment. No. Oh, that looks no. cool. But you, like, if you actually internalize it and dig, like, dig deep down and know that you're happy for them. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't I be happy for someone doing what they want to be doing? Like, that's awesome. So, I, you know. Just like we always say, like, with our with our team, with our amazing beach body team that we're building. No woman, no man is ever left behind. Yeah, so. we, you know, we all build each other up. And I think it's the same thing. Like if you see someone doing something awesome on Instagram and you're missing out, you know, be happy for them because they're probably happy in the moment and you're going to get your your shot. So that's, you know, another strategy. I think we've talked about gratefulness practice, you know, be okay celebrating others, right? Like, you know the human team is winning if someone's out there doing something fun so that's awesome so i can i add another thing yeah and i got one more after you okay <laughs> we're just gonna go all just night go all here. night so with the comparison thing like i know when it comes to like athletics and working out and starting a new program or wherever you are your day one is your day one so never compare your day one to someone else's like day three thousand even their day one Right, like don't my day one and your day one are different because we come with different skill sets. Yeah. Sorry, I took you. I, took, <laughs> I, I, I put the train on the wrong track there, so I'll be. Quiet yeah, but now. just like you, just know that you're on your track, and your day one is your day one. Don't ever, like, you don't want to compare yourself, and you don't know where everyone else is coming from too. So you can never, you can never fully, like, evaluate a comparison. If that makes sense. Yes, I think that makes sense. <laughs> um, last point for me is, you know, it's okay to compare, but compare with yourself. And it's okay to compete, but compete with yourself. Um, and that's where you should be comparing. You know, my Monday this week was better than my Monday last week because 
I spent time Sunday night getting organized. Or, you know, my eating this week was better than my eating last week because I made a a meal plan and a shopping list. So, you know, when you're going to compare, because we're all going to do it, try and compare with yourself and compete with yourself and beat your yesterday. Yeah, just be one step ahead of yourself, one step, just be better the next day. And when you're trying to compete or compare with yourself, just choose one area Yeah. to work on. Like, don't try to have the shotgun effect. I think we're kind of going on to a different topic, but just choose, sure. <laughs> just choose one area to really work on, really focus on for the week if you're trying to get out of that comparison. I have one more. I lied before. <laughs> Uh, let me see if I can articulate this. It's okay. So the exception to the rule, and I'm a lawyer, so we love having exceptions, is it's okay to compete with someone else in when it's in a positive way. And what I mean by that is if you see someone who's you know kind of at where your goal is, it's okay to compare yourself to them and say, if that person can do it, I can do it. Here's the steps of how I'm going to get there. I'm not going to beat myself up that I'm not there today, but I'm going to see where they are. If they can do it, I can do it. And they're going to make a plan so that I can get there. And they're going to be my motivator. Because I know if they can do it, I can do it. There's no reason I can't. Right. So I think there you're not you know, comparing in a negative way. You're using that comparison as a motivator. Yeah. And I think I think I think you can do that in a more like an inspiration way. or a mentor, not yeah. mentor, but yeah, like Me- a goal. Mentor from a distance. Yeah. Okay, so let's just recap this episode. So first off, we started talking about comparison. So just make sure try not to compare yourself to anyone except your own self, and then we moved into um, how February has been such a hard month for us with COVID and the pool still closed. So just know that it's okay not to be okay. And this is not the new normal. We are pushing through and we will get through this together. And if people want to chat or just like have a sounding board, feel free to reach out. Oh yeah. We're happy to have those discussions Oh yeah. Send you. me a mess, like a voice message or a DM video us, yeah. or yeah. yeah, DM, email, anything. We are, we will get back to you for sure. Um, and just know that social media can exaggerate the comparison. So just make sure that you're not kind of going down any rabbit hole, rabbit holes and know that filters exist and everyone's, <laughs> everyone's just highlighting the highlights. So um, This hair, though, proves that not everyone knows how to use a filter. <laughs> you can't see it right now, but my kids say they look like Ronald McDonald. And just how to get out of that comparison is to set up a grateful practice for yourself and your family and just compare and compete with yourself. And don't forget to celebrate others and really deep down be happy for others. And if yeah. if you can't, if you're not, then this is an area that you need to be working on in your own personal professional development. And you can Google books about that, how to kind of get out of your own way and be happy for others. But I'm sure all of our listeners here are happy, go lucky people. Yes. Truly, <laughs> truly are happy for others, right? I think so. And I mean, we all <laughs> fall down and that's okay. But know. that's a good area. Like if you're identifying there, you're having some blocks, then definitely do some PD around that. Yeah. It also means you're 
probably ahead of the curve because you care about these things. Um, so yeah. Are we on to fail of the week? Yeah, let's move on to fail of the week. And it's always Kevin <laughs> doing it. I have tons of fails. Oh, I have a lot. I have a lot. I feel like your McDonald's story is pretty good, so. <laughs> I think, like, if you picture how long Santa Claus's list of kids in the world is, I feel like my fail list per day is, like, at least that long. And per week, like, would fill up the entire house. But uh, this week, I narrowed down to the lucky one. Uh, and it goes back to what I talked about earlier on, is when we had an announcement <clears throat> yesterday about an easing of restrictions and I think they were you know I disagreed with them and I was really upset with some of the decisions that were made and how primarily they weren't opening up kids sports programs and you know it really came across that the government wasn't um, putting fitness as a priority I don't want to get political here, although I probably already have. So apologies if I've offended anyone. Um, but I got really depressed and really down and had a little pity party for myself and texted some of my friends and said, I just want to go to McDonald's and eat everything, uh, which is odd in, in one instance because I'm a vegetarian. And so that was <laughs> really... When's the last time we ever have gone to McDonald's and ordered food? Does ice cream count as food? No, ice cream is not food. I think we got fried there, once. Okay, nothing at McDonald's is food. I should reframe that. When is the last time you went and ordered any junk from McDonald's? Does Dairy Queen count because we got the big fries from there? I think maybe stadium. like in 2008 in Thailand. No, we didn't even, I don't know. No, Anyways. That was Dairy Queen. You got sick. It wasn't last night. <laughs> Anyways, but <laughs> to get back to what my failing was, it was that I was getting really upset and down about something I had no control over. And there's the book, The Seven Habits of Effective People, or something like that. You know, it's kind of one of the original books in this area. And it talks about spheres of influence. And I'm paraphrasing here, but essentially says, if something's not within your sphere of influence, and you can't control it, you know, don't spend your time stressing and worrying about it, because it's not going to help. Right? Redirect your energy into something you can control. And so instead of redirecting my energy last night into something productive, I sat around and, and sulked about something that was not in my sphere of influence. Uh, and I knew better, and <laughs> I still did it. And so that was my, my failing. I think you did good because we didn't have any junk in the house, so that would have been all gone. If well, I checked did. and recovered <laughs> and like under the bed and under the under cushions. Under the bed, what's under the <laughs> No under junk food under the bed. No, uh, <laughs> and and luckily I had a glass of wine, so I couldn't drive to find junk food. So uh, you know, that that was just my failing of the week, and we're teasing a little bit, but I think it holds true that if you know if it's not within your sphere of influence and sphere of control, it's, you know probably not worth spending a lot of time stressing about. It's better to take that energy and redirect it, you know, how to deal with the situation or how to make the most of it. Um, or if it's a bad situation, how to get out of it. But you know, just sitting there and stressing and stewing isn't going to get you anywhere. So that was my fail of the week. Um, and I'll have a brand new one, I'm sure, coming up very soon. <laughs> okay, we'll see you guys next week. All right, we'll no, we'll see week. you later this week with our midweek podcast. Oh, yes, okay. Sounds right. good. Have, have a, a good, good couple days. Bye. 
Thanks for listening, guys. And if you love this episode, and if you have friends who also want to maximize their one life, we would so appreciate if you like, comment, and share this with your friends so we can keep these episodes coming. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Julie Stanner and at KStan81. Or drop us a comment and a DM with your questions. We'd be happy to chat with you guys. As always, contact us at stannerfitness at gmail.com. And don't forget to maximize your one life. Thank you.